Hey there, I'm Julie, and this is the Married to Addiction podcast. If you're here, then you're probably what I call my secret sister. We're in a situation we never asked to be in and fighting a battle we never wanted to fight. We're faith-filled women who are married to an alcoholic, and it affects every inch of our lives. If that sounds like you, then this is a safe place for you to land. Married to Addiction is a faith-based podcast where I help you find the tools and strength you need to navigate your husband's addiction without losing yourself in the process. So please subscribe and tune in as often as you can, because your husband's recovery is important, but so is yours. Hello, and welcome to episode 62 of the Married to Addiction podcast. It's funny, we are in the 60s for our episode count, and we also just surpassed 60,000 downloads of the Married to Addiction podcast. So thank you, thank you, thank you. I am so blessed to be able to continue to do this, and I'm so blessed that you keep showing up to listen. So thank you for listening. I really appreciate each and every one of you. So obviously, I took a little bit of a break over the holidays, also got my daughter all married off. So she's a married lady now, and everything went just beautifully. So thankful. And now it's 2023, and it's time to get back to this. So today we're going to be talking about five ways to have more peace in 2023, which who doesn't want that? And I'm also, at the end, I'm going to be sharing with you something that I've been working on kind of behind the scenes during the break I've taken super excited to share that. So I'll do that towards the end. Make sure you stay tuned for that. So five ways to have more peace this year. First, let's talk about why is peace so important? It feels really, really hard to come by when you're the wife of an alcoholic, right? I remember not having any peace for years. And that is not an exaggeration. I really just felt like peace was impossible in my life when my husband was addicted. And you might feel that too. But peace can be yours, even right now, I promise you. And in fact, you need to be chasing peace with all you have right now. Because if your heart, your head, and your spirit are consumed by overwhelming chaos, all of that mess in your head and your heart is louder than God. Overwhelm and chaos feels deafeningly loud, doesn't it? It's all you can hear. It's all you can feel. It overtakes you. It pulls you under. It makes you feel like you're drowning. We need to pursue peace when we're going through this because that is the place from which you can begin to hear God. When we are in a spirit of peace, that is where we hear God. So if you're asking God for guidance, or answers, or help, but you're staying in a spirit of torment where there's no peace, you will likely miss the answers you're looking for. Because like I said, overwhelming chaos can be deafening. So it's really hard to hear the Lord when we are in that space. So let's talk about five ways that we can have more peace this year. And I thought a lot about this because there's a lot of, peace is kind of like a buzzword. It's kind of become, it's kind of lost its meaning, I think, a little bit because, you know, you you hear it and it falls a little flat. But peace, biblical peace and peace that the Lord gives us is something that is such a treasure and it's, it's a gift from God 
because to be able to have peace in any circumstance, even the one that we're going through, is really, really a gift and it helps us get through it. Because if you feel like you can have some semblance of peace or even honestly overwhelming peace, which we can have, it's called peace that surpasses all understanding, right? It's called that for a reason because it doesn't make sense that we should be able to feel peaceful when we're going through something really difficult. But that is one of the gifts that the Lord gives us. So obviously, ultimate peace comes from Him. But there are other ways that we can be intentional about creating peace for ourselves. So let's talk about some of those. The first, and we're going to come right out of the gate (laughs) with one of those things that I have to preface by saying, I love you. This is not to shame or blame you. But this is something that I experienced myself. And looking back, I can see what a mess it made for me. So I want to make you aware of this. The first one is stop creating chaos for yourself. So I want you to take a minute to be honest with yourself and think about how much of the chaos that you're feeling about your husband's drinking is actually being caused by your husband's drinking. So what I mean by that is, is which things are actually directly related to his drinking? For example, getting a DWI, that's directly related to his drinking, and that brings chaos and um, unrest into your life, right? And there are certain circumstances that 100% are caused by our husband's drinking. But there are also a lot of things and a lot of chaos that's caused by our reaction to our husband's drinking. How much of it is anger because he's not doing what you want? That was a big one for me. When I look back, I can see that so much of the chaos in my head and in my heart was because I was mad frustrated, bitter, resentful that he wasn't doing what I wanted him to do, what I needed him to do, what I had asked him to do a million times, and that's quit drinking. A lot of the chaos in my head was from that. So take a moment to be honest with yourself. Yes, there are things that our husband does because he's been drinking that have fallout for us. But yes, there is a lot of self-talk that we do because we're mad that he's not doing what we want and that we can't control the situation that causes a lot of chaos for us as well. So think about that. Number two, simply choose peace in certain situations. You do have the power to do this. As I said, right now, you should be chasing peace. You should also be protecting your peace at all costs. So what does that look like? It looks like having boundaries. It looks like disengaging or not engaging to begin with. You can't reason with a drunk person. (laughs) So having, attempting to have a conversation with your husband about his drinking when he's drunk pointless. All that's going to do is obliterate any peace that you would feel that day, that evening, that morning, whatever it is. Maybe that week. 
because Lord knows I carried over a lot of anger from a conversation I had had on Monday where I had told him about himself and was still mad about it on Friday. Another thing you can do, this was also a big one for me, don't ask the gotcha questions that you already know the answer to. If I had a dollar for every time I asked my husband, have you been drinking? When I knew full and well (laughs) that yes, he absolutely had been drinking, I would be a millionaire. I knew the answer to that question. It was a gotcha question because he was either going to say no and I was going to call him out on his lying or he was going to say yes and I was going to tell him all the reasons why I was disappointed, mad, angry, resentful, frustrated that he had been drinking. And guess what? Not one of those questions ever led to him getting in the car and going to the treatment center right then and there. All it did was cause a fight in front of my son, usually, I'm embarrassed to say, and destroy any peace in the household. Not just my peace, my kid's peace, the household's peace, the pet's. I remember sometimes our pets running off because they were scared because we were screaming at each other. No peace in that situation. If you're asking gotcha questions, stop. (laughs) You already know the answer. It's not going to make a difference in his drinking. All it's going to do is destroy your peace. Number three. We talked about this before or earlier. True peace in your soul comes from the Lord. So where can we tap into that peace? By drawing nearer to the Lord. Spend time getting filled up by his word. Look up verses about peace. We have access to the internet. All you have to do is go on there and type in Bible verse about peace and you will see so many You can also ask for the Lord's help with not engaging, not asking those gotcha questions. Lord, please, (laughs) I'm upset. Please help me not to start a fight right now. Please help me to protect my peace. You can also get plugged into a church group or a Bible study. Doesn't necessarily have to be specifically about peace. If it is, all the better. But just having those things in your life can bring more peace into your life and into your spirit. And of course, pray specifically for peace. I still do that a lot. And not, you know, not about my husband's drinking anymore because he's sober, but I pray for peace. You know, I should do it more. (laughs) I could tell you right now I should do it more because the last couple of weeks, well, really the last couple of months have been really chaotic in my life because of my daughter's wedding and the holidays and everything else. And I can look back just over the last couple of months and see some times where I lost my peace. And praying for peace seems so simplistic, but oh my gosh, does it work. You ask, he gives. Pray for peace. You'll be amazed. Number four, I have said this to you on probably every single episode, and I will continue to say this to you on every single episode because it, because it will change your life. Get help. Get support. If what you're currently doing in your situation with your husband as it relates to his drinking 
isn't bringing you peace, which I'm guessing it's not, then maybe start thinking about whether or not it's time to try to do things another way. I did not understand this for so long, and so I didn't get help for too long, and I lived in this place of chaos and overwhelm with no peace for way too long, and so did my kids. So did my family. So did my entire house. So did the people at my job because I was a manager and I was underperforming because I was so stressed and frazzled and drowning because I didn't get help and support. It has a ripple effect in your life if you're not getting help and support. Peace is not about burying your head in the sand. Getting help is not about burying your head in the sand. It's not about Pretending that your husband's drinking doesn't bother you. That's not what it is. It's about learning things to learning how to do things differently on your side of things. You can't change him. You can't control him. And I'm sorry if you haven't figured that out yet. And I know that that just sounds like a very pat answer. But the fact of the matter is, is you cannot change his drinking. You cannot control his drinking. God can. All we can control is our side. All we can control is what we do. All we can control is putting boundaries in place about what we will do. You need to get help, support, and guidance for yourself. Now that can look a bunch of different ways. Maybe you can find a support group locally. Maybe you feel the need to go to a counselor or a therapist. If that can help you, absolutely do that. Just get some help and get some support, preferably from someone who understands this topic in particular, being the wife of an alcoholic. There are support groups out there for that. Absolutely. There are counselors and therapists who, you know, specialize in that. Get some help. Of course, I will mention that this is something that we tackle in the Secret Sister Circle, which is my membership group for Wives of Alcoholics. We tackle the day-to-day stuff. We talk about how to have more peace in your life. We talk about the things that you can do differently on your side of things to bring more peace into your life. So I would love to help you with that. It's all based from, or it's all framed around a biblical perspective, of course, because that is my faith. That is my belief. That is what helps me. And that is what I believe can ultimately help you as a Christian wife of an alcoholic. So if you would like to join the Secret Sister Circle, you can just go to MarriedToAddiction.com, click the Get Help drop down, and you'll see it right there. But even if you don't do that, find some help or support somewhere else, please. The fifth one, this might sound a little out of place, but I'm going to tell you why it's right in line with all the rest of this. The fifth one is to take care of yourself physically. What does that have to do with peace, you might ask? Well, let's think about this. What's one of the number one causes of heart attacks? First of all, did you know that heart disease is the number one killer of women? Women. When we think about heart attacks, a lot of times we think about men, right? Nope, number one killer of women. What's one of the top leading causes of heart attacks? Stress. So obviously, our emotions do very much affect our health. Conversely, your health 
very much affects your emotions. How do we control, what, what control do we have over our health? Well, one of the big ones is what we eat, right? Poor input, meaning poor nutrition, equals poor output, which equals anxiety, overwhelm, lack of peace. So I really do encourage you to make your physical health a priority because that does also protect your mental health, which also brings peace to your life and to your mind and to your spirit. You may already be on top of this. You may already be one of those people who, you know, is like, there's some parts of my life that are a mess, but I eat right. I take care of myself. I move my body. I've got that. And if you are, I'm so happy for you. Truly, I am because that can be a really hard thing when we're going through something like this, and I applaud you for doing it. But for those of us who might need some help, which was me, I have been passionate about nutrition and wellness my entire life. But when my husband was deep in addiction, I ate trash and I felt like trash because I didn't have the emotional bandwidth to even get through the day. I most certainly did not have the emotional bandwidth, I didn't think, to take care of myself. So this is what I've been working on behind the scenes. I, like I said, have been passionate about nutrition and wellness for a really long time. I assumed that that part of my life was kind of behind me once I was called to do this, which I know I was called to do this 100%. But a couple of months ago, it suddenly hit me and I thought, who needs help with nutrition and wellness more than someone who's already struggling and overwhelmed in another area of their life? So I've put together a program for you. It's called Simply Nourished, and it is centered around nutrition and wellness for the struggling and the overwhelmed. If that sounds like you, raise your hand, because <laughs> that was me when my husband was deep in addiction. So my wellness platform before that I had uh, before Married to Addiction got pretty big. I even wrote a cookbook um, that was available back then and all, all kinds of things. So I really am passionate about this. And I wanted to put together something that would, because this is so important, taking physical care of ourselves, I really wanted to put together something that would make it easier for you. Because if you are where I was thinking, there's no way, <laughs> there is no way that I can even remotely start to think about that. This is for you. Because the fact of the matter is, when you are already going through really hard things like this, and we do, you are neglecting your eating habits, and you are turning to junk food for comfort, and you aren't taking care of yourself at all, the result of that is now you're not only going through hard things still, but you're run down. You have no energy. You have no good nutrition in your body. And you know what that equates to? It equates to being even less able to cope with what's going on with your husband. It can also, of course, lead to health problems and all of that. So now you're not only mentally and emotionally tapped out, but you're physically tapped out. Like you have literally nothing. So I really want to help you through this program, be able to take better care of yourself so that you're better equipped to handle everything else. So if that's something that is resonating with you, you can check it out right now. It's only open uh, as a wait list. 
The program has not launched yet. It will launch on the 16th of January, I believe. So a few more days. But right now I want you to go get on the wait list if you are interested in this because you will be locked in at introductory pricing. Trying to keep this pricing super low. It's $17 a month, which I feel like considering everything that's in here, I feel like that's a steal. There's so much in here, you guys, so much. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go over every single thing, but I just want to read through through here um, real fast. First of all, it's simple, simple, simple. The whole idea is to make it simple. So we talk about what to eat, why to eat it, how to eat it. We will tackle healthy habits one at a time to make gradual changes so that you'll stay on track and to improve your eating at the same time. You will get access to tons of recipes, tons of meal ideas. I'm going to be doing food demos um, live in the group. There will be a private group attached to this. Um, All kinds of things. I'm going to help you with your meal planning. This is where most people get overwhelmed. We're going to solve meal planning problem, solve your meal planning problem in the easiest way possible. So it really is set up for just easy, not overwhelming, not a bunch of other stuff to add to your life, but just a way to really make some healthy, positive changes as we start this new year, which, as I talked about, can also equate to more peace for you. So if you'd like to get on the wait list, just head over to marytoaddiction.com, look for the Get Help dropdown, and you'll see Simply Nourished right there. I really hope you decide to join me in this program. I'm really excited about it, and I think it's just going to be a really great way for you to kick off this new year. I'm wishing you peace for 2023. As always, I thank you so much for listening, and I will see you next time. Quick question for you before I let you go today. Have you been to the Married to Addiction website? If you haven't, I would love if you would go pay it a visit. It's just marriedtoaddiction.com. And over there, you can see um, just a lot of different information about my podcast. There is a blog on there. There's some free resources for you. And there's also a few ways that you can actually get some help if you need a little more help and direction and support as you travel this difficult path with your addicted husband. So if you haven't yet, please go visit marriedtoaddiction.com. Thanks so much.